0: Hi, welcome to Storyhole, a podcast exploring the lore behind the most important stories in the world. So pull up a chair by the fireplace and let us put a story in your hole.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Roger. Hi, I'm Joey. I'm Kevin. Hi, I'm Brian. Hey guys. How's it going? good i thought since it's uh since we're doing scary hole our spooky halloween episodes maybe we should share scary things that happened to us this week mm. oh i definitely have a halloween thing i could tell
2: you about oh yeah i saw a, i saw a guy in a costume today it made me mad <laughs> <What>? <laughs> why because it's too early it's only october 9th when we're recording this was it the costume no i think there's gonna be a, a little bit of ex- explanation here i saw a man in a spider-man costume holding one of those signs to advertise for a shop okay but that makes no sense spider-man doesn't need to be employed why would he be holding a sign peter parker (laughs) if if anything the guy should be wearing a peter parker suit and that doesn't make any sense either yeah peter
1: parker was a a professional
3: photographer yeah but isn't Uh spider-man like your happy neighborhood helper oh maybe
1: he's just trying to help yeah local businesses that's a good point that seems a little risky though what
3: if there's like an old lady it was her job to hold the sign she would have gotten fired Spider Man stepped in. And now
1: that he has to do it forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is my life now.
0: When you said you saw a costume that made you mad, I thought maybe he was wearing like a, an offensive Joey costume. Like a fat,
2: dirty Joey. Oh you, know? <laughs> you, know, you mean a mirror? <laughs>
0: Halloween this year, I'm going to be a gross Joey. I love that. We could walk around together, hold hands,
2: people will be very confused. It'll be like in The Shining, those two twins.
0: (laughs) Um, I've got one. Uh, I went outside twice in the last two days, and both times my neighbor said, Hey, Ralph. (laughs) (laughs) Ralph. Man, that's such a bold name to assume. If I didn't remember somebody's name and I was like, oh, maybe it's Ralph, I'd be like, well, there's no way it's Ralph, right? <laughs> I've never met one. There's, there's I think no, about I don't,
2: it. You're the only Roger I've ever met.
0: I have not know any other Rogers.
2: Yeah. So I'd just be our
0: name. That's a good point. That's I mean, true. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. Roger's also a very weird name. So yeah. I guess it's not that spooky after all. <laughs> Feel better? Mm-hmm. We pulled the mask
1: off at the very end. <laughs> yeah, we solved it. Kevin, you got one? No, I've had a very, a very calm week.
2: Make something
1: up. I've been oh. in my house the whole time.
2: <laughs> make it make it up.
1: Uh there was, a, there was a spider Ooh. on my desk.
0: <laughs> was he, did he have a sign for a local business? <laughs> <laughs> Spiders don't need jobs. It doesn't make any sense.
3: <laughs> I don't know if this counts as scary, but for whatever reason, I decided to watch the new Adam Sandler Hubie Halloween movie.
0: Oh, no. Uh, I, I, I mean, is it scary how terrible it is?
3: Yeah, it's like a horrifying display. <laughs> and, 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 and I love it. That he just gets his friends to do funny, silly stuff. I just don't understand because, like, I, I don't know that I will be alone. Uh, well, not totally alone. There's a few of us who actually think Adam Sandler is funny no. when he's not doing these weird things. I like I like his stand-up. I think he's a funny guy. Right. But he always does his weird, and it's kind of insulting because his characters are always, like, mentally challenged. And it's, yeah. like, the whole point of the movie is to laugh at him until the very end when you're like, you're being mean to a mentally challenged man
0: I mean that's that's a very 1990s humor right mm-hmm. that's a terrifying display of how low humanity has gotten I think that that is the <laughs> spookiest one <laughs> that yeah. any of us have experienced <laughs> this week <laughs> yeah. is how bad Adam Sandler's comedy but, is I
2: mean it makes sense he's doing it for the money because overseas he makes a ton of money for those dumb movies
3: he makes a ton of money
2: but
0: who's why are they why are they giving him money <laughs> the, it's uh, it's. <laughs> you remember when this those
3: Sony execs it got leaked that they were talking crap about him and it, be, it became like a real big thing no
0: no I don't I don't remember that
3: yeah so like i think it was sony i think it was sony when they got hacked by some hackers like one of their transcripts of like a, a high ceo meeting got leaked and was like talking crap about adam sandler movies <laughs> but the thing is is that like what it, what it boiled down to and like his response was to report all the income that they make like crazy amounts of profit which goes to what you're saying roger adam sandler and Those movies sell like crazy,
0: which he's, he, he's like the most highly paid actor yeah. ever. It's yeah. wild,
3: uh, and then he like writes these things and directs these things, and he pretty much has like propped up like Steve Buscemi and Rob Schneider.
0: Yeah, I don't think that excuses it though, because not to spend too much time debating the <laughs> the, the quality of Adam Sandler, but <laughs> sorry to strike a nerve here, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> that doesn't keep him from making good content the fact that he's like well no. I'll just make stuff that my friends can get paid uh, why doesn't he make better stuff you know if
1: you've got a formula that works why would you uh, change I it i guess
0: i guess that's true and they're so, they're definitely having fun they're gonna have
2: fun on set for sure yeah but i So like he doesn't give shit
3: i'm with roger in that i think he is capable of much better definitely uh, like so i watch this movie and i'm like eh. And I didn't really necessarily okay. enjoy it.
2: Okay, I, I think I, but, I think, I get, I think I know what to say, though. I think I, I can convince you. Okay. If you were in his shoes, would you rather make Punch Drunk Love, which is an incredible movie, mm-hmm. by yourself and not have fun, or would you rather make uh, whatever Wild Hogs or whatever the shit is that he makes <laughs> with all his buddies?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, he has tried to
0: do other stuff. And yeah. it's been good when he's done he's it. He's got click. And this has been our podcast on, oh, on Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. <laughs> Adam <laughs> Sandler, the
3: Sorry. Welcome to Adam Sandler Listen, Hole. This, this whole thing will be cut out anyway, so it's fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, I've got a story for you that's not Adam Sandler related. Are you guys but, ready to oh, hear Oh, thank God. It? I, don't, I don't know if I want that. Is it just a spooky <laughs> though? Well, I'll try, to, I'll try to work Adam Sandler into it if I can. Thank you. Okay. So I was thinking, since we're calling these Halloween episodes Scary Hole, Maybe we should look for an actual scary hole Like like what is the scariest hole on earth
2: mm. Mm. Um, I've got one outside of earth Does that help? Yeah Do you guys know about the Buodes void? No No, what's that? Oh my god, it's a giant hole in space Where there's no stars it's crazy i'll do a, di- a completely different story on that one a black is it just a black hole no it's just a hole where there aren't stars if you look up in the sky it's as if there's someone just punched a hole in space and there are no stars or
0: anything interesting yeah you should definitely do one okay. on that. yeah it's
1: very very weird it's very That's scary really black holes are pretty scary when you think about it yeah something that nothing can escape not even light i could get out of there yeah
0: i could just run very <laughs> fast <laughs>
1: Matthew mcconaughey
0: yeah What's your scary hole, Brian?
1: Um, the
3: Marianas Trench. Yeah. Oceans already just scare the crap out of me. Yeah, it's spooky. But a deep, dark hole in the ocean is the most terrifying thing in the world to me. It's those low fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those,
2: those low fish. <laughs> they get me every time. They're little skeletons.
0: They're little ghouls. That's pretty similar to uh, what I found, actually. I think I found the scariest hole on dry land. Cool. Uh, it's called the Cola Borehole to Hell. In 1970, a team of Russian scientists and researchers started a project. They wanted to drill a hole deeper into the Earth's surface than anyone had ever drilled, just to see what's down there, to take some measurements and collect some data, uh, just for science. You know. For science. So they get this piece of land way up north, right on the border between Russia and Norway. In a place called Murmansk Oblast. Wait, what is Merman's What Murmansk Oblast? Oblast? Yeah, you write that down. You're going to want to know that name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that a different language, or is that English? What's yeah, Oblast? I assume
0: it's Russian. Murmansk. Okay. I don't know. Murmansk oh, Oblast. I
3: thought, I thought you were saying, saying merman. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> What's a merman's Oblast? You guys don't know what an Oblast is? My scariest, <laughs> the scariest <laughs> hole in my body is my Oblast. So. <laughs> I think I lost mine when I was young.
2: That's how mermen uh, procreate.
1: It's like a, what's that called? Clo- cloaca? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> yeah. What?
0: A cloaca. I know. <laughs> a, a urethra? They're all the same. <laughs> now, until this point, until this point, the deepest hole that anyone had ever drilled was in Oklahoma. Uh, it was drilled by a U.S. oil company. And that one was named the Bertha Rogers Hole. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I tried, I tried to find out who Bertha Rogers is <laughs> and why the hole is named after her. I couldn't and find anything. Is that to honor her or to be like disrespectful? I mean, that's a very good question. Is it an honor to be I, to have your name uh, on the, the deepest hole in, in the world? I don't yeah, think it yeah. is, is it? I would love that. <laughs> you would. Yeah, you would. I don't even have
2: the small holes. That what if they <laughs>
3: renamed the Grand Canyon Joey's Crack? <laughs> oh,
2: I'd love it. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty great. great. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. All right. You want me good. over. All right. The,
0: the most famous Bertha Rogers I could find is a poet from New York, but I read some of her poems, and none of them are about holes, as far as I could tell, so I'm <laughs> pretty sure that's not her. I don't know who it's named after. But anyway, this hole in Oklahoma was just over 30,000 feet deep. So the Russians are like, we can do better than that. Let's drill a hole that's 40,000 feet deep. Now 40,000 feet is seven and a half miles. They're gonna drill a hole that's seven and a half miles deep. That's really deep. That's like a plane for context flies between 30 to maybe 38,000 feet up. So this hole is gonna be deeper than a plane flies high. It's pretty nuts. But this is 1970, right in the middle of the Cold War, so it's definitely fueled by Russia wanting to prove that they're better than the U.S., right? Or at least that they can, that they have deeper holes, I guess. <laughs> Weird measurements back then. But they do it. They, they start drilling, and after literally years of, of drilling, they beat the Bertha Rogers. They break 30,000 feet, and then they just keep going. They start upping their goal, too. They're thinking, hey, we're coming up on 40,000 feet. This is great. We don't want to stop. Let's see if we can get to 50,000, but... Right after they break the 40,000 foot mark, things start getting weird. And this is where the line between the historically factual and like the easily verifiable stuff and the more mysterious and unknown gets a little blurry. Basically, what we know is that the first problem they run into is the temperature. They had expected it to get really hot this deep under the Earth's surface, But they did research. The Russian scientists had ran all kinds of data and done experiments. And they had pretty accurate readings that said it should only be maybe about 212 degrees Fahrenheit max. But after 40,000 feet, the temperature starts skyrocketing. 250 degrees, 275, 300. It maxes out at 350 degrees once they break the 40,000 foot mark, which is super hot. That's hot enough to cook pizza rolls in the oven. Mm -hmm. And they weren't expecting that at all. So the machinery is really struggling to handle that. But they keep pushing through. And then they have a breakthrough. All of a sudden, the drill starts spinning easily, not struggling at all anymore, which means that they've broken through into some kind of open underground chamber. And they're thinking maybe it's just a small pocket. So they keep going, keep pushing downwards, nothing. It's just open for, for hundreds of feet. They've drilled into some kind of massive cave deeper than any human has ever drilled. And the researchers weren't expecting this at all. It should just be solid rock down there. So they're very confused. And now, officially, the last recorded temperature is 350 degrees. But the rumors from the scientists that were there say that it reached 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Jeez. So at this point, the scientists were like, we got to pause. Let's just stop. Let's get the drill out of there before it melts. Let's figure out what we've run into. So they start carefully raising the drill, pulling it out foot by foot, mile by mile. And when they finally get the last bit of drill out of the hole, the hole just shoots out this geyser of heat and gas. And the researchers are like, well, you know, what do we do now? What are we gonna do with this hole? We, uh, we have to figure out what's down there. Now the hole is only nine inches across, so it's not a ton of space for lowering down equipment. And it's also crazy hot. So the researchers start developing equipment that they can lower down, that can withstand the heat. And the first thing they come up with is a microphone. Why a microphone? Why not a camera? I assume because this is the 1970s. Camera equipment was probably too big to fit down the nine-inch yeah. hole. Oh, right, right, right. And probably more difficult to make heat resistant, too. Yeah. So they lower it down into the hole, and they figure that maybe they can record some of the sounds of what's happening down there. Maybe they'll be able to hear volcanic activity or, or whatever. Get out of my room, Mom. <laughs> I mean, that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> Hold on to that thought. Someone's in here.
1: <laughs> occupied.
0: So they lower the microphone down And they keep it down there for just 30 seconds or so They figure that's long enough to get some audio uh, Before the mic melts And then they pull it all the way back up Seven and a half miles They take it back to their labs And they push play And what they hear is terrifying Uh, I have the audio of the recording Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah Yes
2: Absolutely tortured souls. That's terrifying.
0: It's it's very noisy, but you can definitely hear distinct human voices, right? Like angry, tortured human voices. Yeah. So the researchers listen to this and they flip out. They have no explanation for what this is. They're pretty sure that they've just accidentally drilled a hole into hell. It sounds like hell. Now, there's some people that say this audio is faked. Uh, There are even some people that claim to know where the voice clips come from. It's a, a 1972 Italian horror movie called Barren Blood. And it matches up pretty exactly So to some, that's evidence that the whole thing is a hoax. Uh, But to other people, they might say that this only shows that the leaked audio file that we have is a hoax because we know up until this point that everything is true. The real audio file might have been kept in Russia. Maybe it never left. This is 1970s Soviet era Russia. So maybe that file just never leaked out into the general population. But what we do know is that they definitely stopped drilling and they sealed the hole shut in a way that makes sure it can never be opened again. There's a thick, heavy metal lid with giant rivets that are welded shut, sealing it up tight. And the Russians just never go back. There's a whole research station built there that they just abandon and it just falls apart and crumbles. That's, That's wild. crazy. That's scary. Why would they?
2: Why, we have the technology now.
0: Let's go back. <laughs> Us? story hole.
2: Yeah. No Well. yeah wait, okay that's it our next adventure. Yeah. Our next very real traveling adventure there. to the forest. Uh, we'll
0: go to the, we'll go to Russia and find this big thing. Yeah. Uh, no, for real though. Like, aren't they curious? Well, what are you going to put down there? What do you, What do you have that's going to fit in a nine a nine inch hole?
2: I'm sure we have cool snake cameras and, and things that are more heat resistant now. I'm I'm I wish we could it.
0: just we could just tie a string to our phones and, and push record. I guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was
2: thinking an yeah. iPhone.
0: Just throw our phone down there. Sometimes
3: my iPhone gets real
0: hot. <laughs> Get some of those low fish. Mm-hmm. They're great at going down deep. <laughs> yeah. So most of the records about what happened there have been lost. Uh, you know, the project was overseen by the government of the Soviet Union, and when the Soviet Union ends in 19. 19- most of those documents related to the whole experiment just disappear. But the story doesn't end there. News of the hole makes its way to the US where it gets picked up by the Trinity Broadcasting Network which is the largest Christian TV network in the world and they start reporting out news stories about this hole. Their angle is that scientists in Russia have actual objective scientific proof of the existence of hell. And now, how can anyone be a non-believer at this point, right? Science has confirmed that it's all true. Most of the sources that the Trinity Broadcast uh, Network uses, though, are pretty hard to verify. Uh, They cite Norwegian newspapers, Russian newspapers. One of the Norwegian newspapers that they uh, use uh, has an article that claims that they talked to people in the area when the hole was opened that reported seeing a smoky figure flying through the sky on what appeared to be bat wings made of fire. And other people claimed that they could hear a low, rumbling voice roll across the countryside saying, I have conquered in Latin.
1: Jeez. How (laughs) would they
2: know that? It i speak latin it's yeah. <laughs> it's a very it good question decide if it's a, ye- a italian man yelling or a russian man yelling in the,
1: in the <laughs> i could take latin in high school that's awesome maybe they, did you really i didn't but it was an option oh what'd you take spanish yeah
3: prove it yeah let's hear it hola say i am the conqueror in spanish soy la conqueradora
1: hey, Conquistador, right. right conquistador <laughs> yeah yeah
0: so according to this the devil might have squeezed his way out of hell through a nine inch hole back in the 1970s so i guess just keep your keep your eyes peeled you might spot the devil out there
3: i mean doesn't that kind of make hell i mean seem oh that, that that audio was terrifying but yeah you could just dig and get to hell. It is.
0: Can we just? It is weird. It makes just, it very like terrestrial, right? You can you can escape hell.
3: Yeah, let's just go on a rescue mission and save everybody from hell. We could just make a ladder.
0: Yeah,
2: we can make an elevator to get people out. Well, so I was thinking about that. We don't want to rescue them though. Do you want
3: help people coming out? Yeah, but we don't want those people. What are we talking
1: well, about? What if They're there bad
3: were I mean, it really depends on who's getting sent to to, to hell, you know? Well, I guess the top level hell isn't that bad,
0: right? Yeah, not everyone in hell. I actually have a list of the sins that'll get you into hell and the punishments that, you, that you'll... Uh... We're all
3: going to hell, guys, based off of, like, early basis of hell. Yeah,
0: we probably no, are. No, I
2: know for sure. I was thinking about that the other day, because, what is it, like, the Ten Commandments? Uh-huh. They're, like, basic shit. Like, who don't steal? Who's hasn't stolen something? I've yeah. stolen all of your hearts. Yeah, I
0: love stealing stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't covet your your neighbor's wife. Mm-hmm. Have you seen her? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Here's a list. Actually, these are the things that you can go to hell for. Okay. Lust, gluttony, greed, anger, heresy, violence, fraud, and treachery.
2: Dude, all
0: those things. All of them? Anger. Anger's a tough one. Yeah, dude, I've gained so much weight
3: during COVID, so I'm I'm going down. Yeah,
0: gluttony. So Brian, if you go to hell for gluttony, uh-huh. uh, according to Dante, um uh, mm-hmm your punishment is that you have to wallow around in gross smelly mud yeah that's not bad
3: i mean whatever <laughs> it's pretty much business as usual you can't <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can't
0: see or feel any of the other people around you even though you're all on top of each other so you just feel really alone and you're just rolling around in filth for eternity it's just like is. it's not it's just it's just mud though right it's not like pooping mud no it's just mud as far as i can tell it's freezing cold filth it could be worse.
1: Oh well, I think that's like a spot <laughs> treatment they do. Yeah, spa treatment. <laughs> it's really great for your yeah. skin.
3: <laughs> How are you guys going to help? Um,
1: you go, Kevin. Uh,
0: anger. What's anger going to put me through? Anger is uh. Is not too bad. You're stuck in the river Styx with all the other angry people, and you're just constantly mad and yelling at each other and fighting each other. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and people get it's just New York, baby. <laughs> yeah. You get so mad that you like try to drown each other, and, and you're constantly kind of like just keeping your head above water. That's that's harsh. I would hate mm. that one. Mine sounds better than Kevin's. Yeah, yeah, it does a bit. Yeah, yours, uh, Gluttony, is only the the third level, so it's pretty it's pretty tame. Lust is two, right? Lust is two. Wait, which one's the lowest level? Lust is two. So number one is just, if you are not Christian, but you were a good person, you go to the first level. And the first level is just, it's just, not as good as heaven but it's nice Okay. and the punishment is that you (laughs) is that you could have gone to heaven but now you're stuck in this like you know (laughs) it's it's definitely your punishment is FOMO (laughs) Um, lust is the first real punishment and it's pretty funny there's just really violent winds that blow you around all the time so whenever you're trying to do something a big gust of wind will like like, move you Yeah. (laughs) so the the theory is that lust is the least self-centered of the sins because it involves indulging Someone else's pleasure too, I mean, if you're a so giver. it's really not mm. that bad. Yeah. What's cool is if you get down there,
2: I imagine most people in hell are old people that died a long time ago. So I'll get there and I'm going to invent parasailing, and then everyone will like me.
0: I mean, how are you going to invent anything? Every time you try to build a, a like a hang glider, your, all your stuff is blowing around. Yeah, you're going to get your plans are going to blow away. So
2: here's the trick. Okay, so so I've been working on it behind this rock, right? <laughs> and then oh, every time it blows all my my materials away. But what but what the hell didn't know is that secretly over here is where my real one is. <laughs> and I'll pull that one out and fly <laughs> upward into the hole and get out. You tricked yeah. the devil. You know what's funny though is when I get out, I think it'll probably because of all the heat my my uh, parasail will catch on fire and look like wings and I'll be
1: covered in smoke because I just got out of hell. And then, yeah.
0: <laughs> and you'll scream, you'll scream, I have conquered. Yeah, I've conquered.
1: Oh, it's oh, Joey. you're the bad yeah. <laughs> so I feel like sloth is pretty
0: not bad for a sin. Sloth. So so that's one of the seven deadly sins but not one of the punishment circles of hell so there is no sloth there is um, fraud, treachery violence, heresy greed. What's the worst one? The worst is treachery. Um, That's the lowest level of hell. That's where Satan's trapped. Oh that makes sense. In the treachery circle everyone is frozen in an icy lake and depending on how bad your treachery was that's how much of you is frozen in the lake so if you were only a little treacherous maybe your toes are frozen yeah, toes but, are yeah. but if you're <laughs> if you're toes. really treacherous you're up to your neck so you can't move you're always stuck it's freezing cold and the real punishment is that this is the furthest point that you can be away from god's love so you can't feel any warmth there's no happiness no joy it's just bleak and endless and freezing
3: it's super interesting that everything we keep on finding is that like hell is actually very cold and like all the ways yeah, of the hell Jordan. is cold <laughs> unless yeah the Kola borehole is hell, and then that's super hot. Then <laughs> that's yeah. pretty hot.
0: Yeah, you got to get past the heat because yeah. there are hot parts. Yeah. Like for example, if you're a heretic, mm-hmm. uh, you're buried alive in a tomb, and the tomb is on fire. So there is a lot of heat. Man. If you're uh, if you're a violent person, violence is pretty rough. This is where you're going to end up, Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, violence. <laughs> is, it depends on on how violent you were and who you were violent towards. If you're violent towards yourself, then you get turned into a fleshy tree. And birds come and peck you and pull off your skin bark, oh, which no. is pretty gross. It's so weird. <laughs> but if you're violent against others, you're stuck wandering around a burning hot desert that rains fire all the time, and there's packs of wild dogs that chase Jeez. you around and bite at your at your flesh. Hey. So
2: it turns out D- Joey will win them over. Yeah, I mean between the birds and the dogs, you guys know how, you know how good I am at birds and dogs. Yeah, you
0: would
1: love that. How do you do with fire or rain? Yeah,
3: is that, <laughs> is that a strength of yours? Do you have it on your resume or oh, your CV? No, this is yeah. perfect. You guys, I have
0: hyperhidrosis. Oh, you're always, you're always moist. Yeah. I'm almost immune to it. you finally be dry. I'm wet. This is perfect. you got to get more violent, man. You've got to get here. <laughs> I'm going to write a song called WADGE, and it stands for Wet Ass Joey.
1: <laughs> wet Ass Joey. Can you give us a verse?
2: <laughs> no, because I've never heard the real song. <laughs> All right. Well, That's very spooky. It makes me feel better because I've always been afraid of going to hell. Uh, but now I feel like it's not that bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now you have nothing to fear now you can be as bad of a person as you want to be Bad Boys Club
3: oh the only other thing I wanted to know Roger did you listen to that audio from that movie do you think it's just oh from Baron Blood
0: uh, I, I watched the clips on YouTube yeah. I don't know where they got those voice clips from but they're saying that you can hear looping screams in that audio that come from Baron Blood but I didn't want to watch the whole movie because it's a it's an Italian horror movie from 1972. It's probably terrible. Oh, not,
1: not the Italians. Yeah. I
0: couldn't understand it. I don't understand the language. If it was Latin, I could have understood it. But I don't speak Italian. Um. So, um, last week, uh,
2: Brian brought his his first story, um, and it was it was great. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. Um, and he touched upon a lot of the, the dark arts and the, he made up a point to kind of explain the difference between magicians and sorcerers and stuff. And one of the things that he brought up was necromancy. Uh, but actually I want to tell you guys about the history of necromancy. And then we're actually going to perform a ritual, our very own ritual here in story Oh no.
0: Mm. Oh boy. Are we going to, we're going to raise a dad. We're going to raise a dad. Yeah, we're gonna raise it. down. Yeah, <laughs> <dad.
2: laughs> it's my dad.
3: Yeah, it's like Jack,
2: that movie. You know, wait,
3: you which know is <laughs>
1: <one.
3: laughs> is that yeah. the time where Robin Williams is growing old? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. He's, he's raising his own okay. dad. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's of big movie. Big the big movie. He raises his own dad. It's like a Freaky Friday situation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, anyway. Hey. Sorry, uh, I just have one more thing I want to add. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on a screenplay right now. I'm doing an adult version of Freaky Friday. It's called Fucked Up oh, Friday. <laughs> cool! Can you give us a synopsis? <laughs> a here? It's real. It's just real edgy. It's real edgy. So be on the lookout for that. Okay. Does, it, does it still have? Uh, what was it? Lindsay Lohan in that one? Lindsay Lohan. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's still Lindsay Lohan. Still Lindsay um, Lohan. <laughs> yeah, I got her. She signed off okay, on it. Cool. So. And, and your dad? Cool. Is me and your dad her, in me and her switch switch positions. Yeah. What? Oh, I was, just, I was just asking about it. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. You go ahead now. <laughs> All right, my turn. <laughs>
3: All right,
2: in popular media, necromancy has become an embellished term that is pretty much solely associated with the forbidden dark arts. In movies and video games and books, a necromancer might be viewed as a pale, black hood wearing villain who raises armies of skeletons to fight on their behalf.
1: But traditional necromancy. That's Voldemort. That's Voldemort. Oh. Yeah,
0: that's Voldemort. Yeah, it's a Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just talking about Voldemort? Is Voldemort? So,
2: today's story all is about Voldemort.
0: <laughs> are you doing Are you doing another story about Voldemort? <laughs> Every <laughs> yeah. week, I swear to God. I just love the guy.
3: You're a wizard, Joey.
2: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. And you know what? You're a good friend. So
1: That <laughs> <laughs> didn't sound genuine. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, so anyway, black hooded a villain who raises armies of skeletons to find their behalf. But traditional necromancy is a bit different than that. In fact, there was a time that necromancers were neither good or evil. It was just something people did to commune with the dead. In some cases, men and women would accidentally wander across spirits, and the spirits might even ask a favor of them. This might be setting up an altar or maybe holding a mass prayer to help their spirits move on to the next world. In one recorded case from the 11th century, a spirit of a horse on two legs crossed the path of a man in the woods and offered him a ride to the river, asking for the man to grant him salvation in return. In this case, the man, a living being, didn't conjure the spirit, but had an exchange of services with the spirit, which at the root of it is what necromancy is. So really anyone can perform necromancy. Uh, So if you want more information on that, make sure you guys go check out Brian's episode from last week. But yeah, all these folks at some point have performed necromancy for the sake of what's called divining, which means making a spiritual connection for the sake of gaining secret insights or even gossip from the deceased. And in most cases, it's probably for the sake of uh, foretelling a prophecy. So, while it is a pact with the spirit, it's not really for the sake of, like, leading a horde of sword-wielding skeletons. That likely could never happen. Oh. Because a necromancer can't raise skeletons from the earth. They can only raise a somewhat recent... Dads. They can only raise dads. <laughs> but also, they can only raise uh, somewhat recently deceased people uh, within a year of their earthly departure.
0: So, there's a there's a time limit? Yeah, it's
1: one year. A year? Yeah. Hmm. That's what a
0: princess bride's about. Oh yeah, <laughs> only mostly, mostly dead. dead. I, I don't like that because in a year you're just really a uh, gross, right? Like a skeleton isn't gross because they're just clean bones. That's a good point. Yeah. Did you call a year old dead body a grossed? <laughs> that's a really good term. Yeah. <laughs> no, but after a year you're probably just like all rotten. Dude, do you right? get like yeah, like Early three sixty,
2: 360, like three hundred, like sixty three no days or sixty four days. That's a good time. That's mm-hmm. a good. Yeah. Cooked skeleton right there.
0: That's a cooked goose. Yeah.
2: Yep. But I guess technically, I mean, if it's within a year, if, depending on how you died, you could raise a skeleton if it was like you put it in like one of those science bins with all the bugs that eat all the stuff off the bones. Oh, the bugs oh, yeah. eat you. Yeah. yeah. But then how, how's that going to talk to you? Because he's going to be like chattering when he's trying to. That's true. He doesn't have a. No, yeah, no muscles have either. A tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're actually, and I think that's a, I think that's a real thing. There's another, uh, case that happened in, le- uh, in the 11th century or 12th century where a witch was walking around in a battlefield and she found like a guy who's basically just a torso. He had like lungs and his head and she uh, necromanced him and he was talking to her about the the fight and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, he had a tongue and, and lungs. They made a point to say that that's why he was able to talk. So I don't really know how that would work. Um, uh, anyway, The first case of this is in Homer's Odyssey, which was made, uh, what, uh, seven before Common Era? And we get our first glimpse into this when Odysseus travels with the great enchantress Circe across the ocean into the underworld. And there, he dug a trench and he filled it with sheep's blood and some other specific stuff to feed the dead to restore their spiritual energy. This would allow them to regain their earthly senses enough to communicate and answer his questions about their fates and his future. Likewise, in the Bible, there are- Why do
1: they know his future? They just know. Uh, is that yeah, why they would die? they know the, the future? The, spirit,
2: the spirits can can foretell. They, they they can see at all time. They can see all past, all future.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big perk. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Can't wait to die. Hey, You guys want to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> just been waiting for you to ask. Yeah. Um, but then, likewise,
2: in the Bible, there are several accounts of spiritists and bone conjurers and mediums. And like uh, a good example is when King Saul cast all of them out of the kingdom. But out of fear for his own life, he tracked down the witch of Endor to help him contact the ghost of the prophet Samuel, who used to be kind of his buddy, and then they weren't buddies anymore. Anyway, so he invokes the uh, uh, Samuel's spirit, and Sam's kind of bummed out about it, and he starts yelling at them, and it scares Saul and the witch. But basically, Samuel prophesies uh, Saul's death, his coming death. And upon hearing this, he gets really sad. And then the witch basically comforts him. She insists on feeding him and helping him out and consoling him. Which is not what you think of a necr- necromancer, probably, right?
3: Yeah, I wouldn't assume she'd be all nice
2: to him. This poses a few problems. Now we haven't gone over the process of raising the spirit of the dead, but in order to contact the spirit of the deceased, the witch would have had, would have needed to call upon a god or a demon to bring forth, uh, you know, use the power to bring forth the spirit. And most Bible fellows will tell you that god was explicitly against the divination of the dead so then why would god allow his power to be invoked for something that he denounced and if necromancers were bad why would the banished witch care for him on the eve of his death so this is where it gets tricky it seems that the perception of necromancy has changed over time but you have to remember contacting spirits is something that crosses all religions and pagan practices when while the bible states that god condemns necromancy he did allow spirits to roam And for clergy members who had studied necromancy to use it, with the understanding that they were not calling upon the devil to grant them power, they were calling on God's power to control the spirits, which is something Brian alluded to last uh, last episode as well. So the church, uh, the church, however, didn't allow common folk to do this, which to some seemed really sketchy because they're like, "Well, why does the the church get to hog all this power? We want this power too." But either way, whether good or evil or none of the above. The process usually involves calling on the power of a god or demon for protection, drawing a circle with other shapes and symbols in the dirt, uh, or putting it on like a cloth or something, and then you stand in it. You offer gifts like the blood of hens, bats, milk, honey, ashes, and you involve other trinkets like swords and creating hag finger candles. Uh, And then you choose the location to call the spirit, and if there's another spirit guard in the area, you have to create a pact to allow you access to the person that you're looking for. So I was thinking, we need to come up with our own conjuration ritual. And it's going to be sort of an amalgam of all the necromancy practices from all over time in all the different places and religions. And I don't want to be disrespectful for our modern day witches and mediums and stuff. So I was thinking we should avoid using actual gods and demons. Because like I saw this lady online and it was very clear that she like grew up in this culture. She was talking about contacting like this Appalachian protection entity called the Queen of Bones. Oh. But I don't know the Queen of Bones, so I figured we probably shouldn't ask her for anything.
1: She'd probably oh. She probably not help if she she doesn't know
2: you either. I was just thinking, like I remember when I had a truck and people like I would get text <clears> messages from numbers I hadn't remembered from like years before, say, like, "Hey, can you help me move?" And mm-hmm. I'm like, "That's that's like that. I don't want to do that for the Queen of Bones. She's too nice." Back when you were
0: the Queen of Bones. Yeah. So so what you're saying is we need to pick our own power yeah. that we're going to ask yeah, to help us raise the debt. We dollar. need our own, but I mean it has be- Who's the most powerful? Who's the most powerful figure we know? I mean, are we um, talking like
3: temporal, like? terrestrial power or I mean, like do they seem to have more going on.
0: I know the most compelling person that I've ever run into is is TV's Brad Garrett yeah. from Everybody else yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we might be able to ask him to lend some of the power. And he's big. He's, he's big. real big. He give some. Baby. All right. So we're going to we're going <laughs> to call him the power of uh
2: we got to give him like like a cool cool version of his name though cuz that's Queen, Queen of Bones. Like we got to call him like okay.
0: Bradley. Bradley Garrett, the, sh- <laughs> the brother it. of Garrett. Raymond. We got it. Okay, all right. So next thing, uh, we need to ink. Amer- America's America's
2: sweetheart, Bradley Garrett. Now we got to be careful. We can't say his name too many times because once we start repeating his name, is when the Bradley, Garrett, Bradley Garrett. No, 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 you're gonna Jim, start run to run the spell. We're up. not we're ready yet. We have to make contracts and Bradley shit. Garrett. So Bradley Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so first things first, guys We need ink for the symbols that we're going to draw So we're going to need to fill a vessel with a concoction of animal fat, cotton, some water, and some alcohol And So what, here's some stuff that I brought to the, to the table If you guys want to put anything else in here, please add to the, the mix I have some high-fat frozen ground beef Some mm-hmm. Q-tips, water, <laughs> and some Tito's Premium Texas Vodka That's going to wow. be our fake for the week um, <laughs> okay, We also need... Okay uh blood from one of us so i got this knife so kevin if you could just come here real quick yeah sure
0: wait wait. ow (laughs) i actually have i have a vial of blood here on my desk um of my own blood cool Uh, but it's kind of crusty it's a couple years old but you can use it if you want there's no rules is this still liquidy? Uh, it's a little crusty. One of our friends was training to be a phlebotomist, so she needed to practice taking blood. So she gave me a, a vial of my blood. Cool. But yeah, it's pretty chunky at this point. Well,
1: I mean, maybe that's... <sighs> does it matter if it's chunky? Is it older than a year?
0: Does yeah, that it matter? Is. Well, yeah, I feel like, maybe. man, if you said like
2: six six years aged of your own blood, that's probably an even cooler version of what we're going to get. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, plus that's what, yeah that's it's what, a good vintage. Yeah.
2: Okay. Now, the next thing we need to do is choose someone who's dead to contact. Brian, you're up.
3: I would oh, so when we I, I wanted to do Mitch Hedberg, but I just realized he's been dead for way more than a year. No, we can I
0: mean, still yeah. contact his okay, spirit, though, because we're just going to contact his spirit. We, yeah, we're a spirit not going to oh, raise her body. I thought we were taking his body. body.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. All right, okay. Mitch Hedberg. Right. He's, he's
0: hysterical.
2: So, yeah, it's gonna be great.
0: Gonna be, we're gonna have a new friend to add to our group. <laughs> this is a this is a bold move for this bit because we're gonna conjure the spirit of Mitch Hedberg, and he's gonna have to. Give us some of his brand of of, of irreverent Uh comedy. How are we going to do that? Joey, are you going to be Mitch (laughs) Hedberg? No, no, no. Um, no, no, Of course not. No, no, no. Don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. (laughs) He's going to
2: take voice clips maybe? I was just thinking, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Because if we're going to (laughs) contact him, either the real one's going to show up or not. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, So uh, we need to pick a location. And if we were doing dark magic, we could pick something like lonely crossroads, vaults, forests, ruins, but also we can go to a cemetery or a place that matches that dead guy. And so I was thinking, like, well, where did he die? He OD'd in a hotel, so we can't do that. But I was thinking, uh, what if we go, what if we go to, like, a, a broken escalator in the mall? Okay.
3: Okay.
1: okay. Right. Why? I, don't
2: know. I thought everybody knew that joke. That's, like, his go-to joke. What? What?
1: Hmm. No. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't break an escalator. They just become just stairs. Become stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's okay, do that's it. Good. So I figured that's a good place. We should go to the mall.
2: We're gonna go to the escalator and uh, and then that's where we're gonna go ahead and have our, our little ritual. Okay. okay. So the next thing we need, we need snacks for him. So usually it's bread and blood, but we can bring something else. So what kind of snacks do you guys want to bring? What do you think? I you mean, like? if we uh,
3: want what he likes, it's alcohol and drugs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> alcohol and drugs. It is.
0: <laughs> Do you guys know how to get drugs? I don't know how to get drugs. I,
3: I mean, no.
0: I, I mean, I think you just go to the back yeah. part of town and yeah. you ask the guy on the corner, the other side of the tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the yeah. south side of the tracks, which is your side, Roger. You find the guy wearing a trench coat and you say, "You say, hey, can I get some?" You got clothes on underneath <laughs> that. <laughs>
1: yeah. a key, because I'm looking for drugs.
3: It's actually three kids standing on each other's shoulders, and you're a pedophile, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's my
1: local drug dealer. Two okay. kids standing on each other's shoulders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so, uh, all right. So next thing we're gonna need to draw some large concentric circles. Uh, and since it's, it's a mall, it's probably like tile full, right? So we probably could just want to use some like whiteboard markers, maybe. Sure. Um, that should yeah, work. I think it's probably fine. Or we could use our ink that we made earlier. But anyway, but we do need to use our ink to draw the other shapes on the inside. Hey, what's oh, what's the best shape, do you think? Well Let's all say it at the same time. We all, we all agree. One, One two, two, three. three. Rhombus. Triangle. Triangle. I okay, so got it. Um, and then if there's anything else you guys want to draw in here, uh, we can draw whatever else you want. So like a Stussy or a I mean, Kilroy. A Stussy, maybe a little wiener, I think is kind Stussy of funny. symbol. And, yeah, know. he'd love that. That would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now next We can also write Powerful words So if you guys have any like Words that are powerful That you can think of Maybe
0: just power ooh. Power's good
2: yeah. Could you write the word Power I'm on
0: there Like, like deadlift
3: Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah
0: yeah, Sick gains mm. Rock and roll Maybe Dwayne Johnson ACDC rock and roll yeah. Rock
1: and roll's good
0: Yeah That's yeah. pretty good
1: Skull Crusher ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, <laughs>
0: That's harsh Bad Boys Ew. Club Yeah Maybe, maybe uh, Martin Lawrence Maybe if you can't run with a big dog, stay on the porch. Maybe it's kind of cool. Um, Some of those words aren't powerful, powerful Do you want me to keep going? Oh, like, yeah. like, stay on the...
2: Those aren't powerful words. We got to have powerful, all powerful words. Okay,
0: big... But porches, is... You yeah. can still use Big porch. dogs.
2: Yeah, porch. Porch dogs. <laughs> big dogs. Yeah, and yeah, porch. I like those kinds yeah, of cool. words. Porch and porch. Yeah, I can see the glowing already happening mm-hmm. in, my, in my heart and in my head. Okay, now, here's the weird part. Sometimes there's another spirit protecting the area. So if it was a cemetery, the first spirit to die there would typically be a black dog that was meant to help protect all the other people who died there. But we're in a mall, so they probably didn't sacrifice a black dog. Can you guys think of, like, an animal that would have died in the mall?
3: No, probably a poor
1: bird. Rats, I mean, rats. Ooh, rats, yeah. yeah. Rats, yeah. Rats. Tons of rats. Yeah. rats.
2: So there's Good a pet port. store there might have been, like, fish that died. Oh, low fish. yeah okay. so oh, go, we' we'll, we'll go with rat rats good. Uh, now now typically to gain its favor, we're gonna either have to bring hair, blood or limbs of other animals. Mm. But if we know a friendly spirit that can put in a good word for us, that'll work. too I mean too. I can bring
0: a chicken nugget. We know that a we chicken nugget's deep-fry. an animal limb, right? Uh, I don't think is it's, it's a limb? Limb. Or is it just I think it's just grinded miscellaneous. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mush. No, no yeah. no no. The chicken nugget they cut off the nugget and then they they deep fry it.
2: Oh, we're gonna have to yeah. sit you
0: down for this one. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's time for the
3: Santa talk too. How many nuggets do you think you have, Roger? Two. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <Certain>. <laughs>
3: anyway,
2: we don't. We don't need to bring a chicken nugget because we actually we know we have a friend who's a spirit.
1: Who? Paul Walker. Oh, Paul Walker. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. I saw him at Disneyland the show, once. Paul Walker's
2: ghost. Yeah, so we'll let him out real fast.
0: What's up, man?
2: Yeah. All right. Now we need a concoction called Black Contract Oil, and there are so many recipes that basically have the gist of it, and we can make our own. So this is what we're going to use to control Mitch, so he knows he can't stay after the ritual and haunt us. So we need to, I need you guys to fill in the blanks for me for a couple of these. We need two drops of Uh, diesel fuel. (laughs) Oh, that's good. And a pinch of paprika.
3: Pizza sauce. Vin Diesel fuel.
2: (laughs) All right, um, we need some nuts. So if anyone has a favorite
0: nut, uh, yeah. uh, I'm a pistachio man. Uh, I was, I'm pistachio really? too. Yeah. Pistachio's good. Pistachio, Let's do pistachio yeah, guys, yeah. the
3: pistachio's great.
0: Pistachio's We're a right hazelnut. Great. Hazelnut's
3: like the king of nuts. No okay.
2: way. Okay, well we'll put. Okay, we'll put one. We'll put one of each in there. That's fine. Um, okay, uh, we need to pick a flower because we need the ashes of the flower. What flower do you like? Mm, daisies. Mm, okay. Daisy, cool. Uh, and feathers from a bird, so we need a bird. Crow kind of bird? for sure. Okay, yeah, crow. Yeah, that's good. definitely that's easy. We can get those in our backyard, basically. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: can't you just use your birds, Joey?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to like. I like my birds. I don't want to put them in my weird They'll, spell. Just ask them nicely. Yeah. I'm sure they got, got some, some feathers. Just, yeah, lying yeah, there's around. some jay feathers on the floor. I can go grab. Um, and then anything yeah. else you guys want to put in here as well? So if there's any like other stuff that you want to like, grind up and toss in, I don't know if there's anything you can think of.
0: Just anything. <laughs> nope. okay. Got this report card.
2: <laughs> Kevin's report card. All right. Uh, is it, can you give us a rundown GPA wise? No. Uh, no, that's between me and Mitch. Okay. All right. Now, if we wanted to get dark with it, some of the older black magic rituals include, uh, also including the flesh of hyenas that fed on the dead, corpses of shol- soldiers, skins of snakes, foam from muzzled dogs and foul smelling herbs. Um, uh, I don't know if I want to add anything gross in here, but if any of you guys want to, feel free to toss it
1: in. Um,
0: Can can I poop in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Okay, Okay, guys, don't look. look. It's It's really got to go bad. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. (laughs) That was disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: was very fast. Okay, now we're going to need to make some hag finger candles to light, uh, which is basically, we're going to take some ghost pipe mushrooms and use those for the wick. We're going to wrap them in leaves and then dip them in wax. So if anyone has a leaf that they want to wrap these with...
0: Tobacco, baby! Whoa! (laughs) Oh, man. smoke it on the (laughs) way down.
2: Okay. Okay, we light the candles. Okay, now we need to lay some items down flat uh, because they have to be in the rest state. So, like, uh, for instance, Saul brought the books of the four Gospels so we can, like, lay down garments, books, Pokemon cards, anything you really think of. What do you want to lay down flat?
3: Anything? Anything.
1: Hmm picnic blanket
3: i'm gonna uh, <laughs> i'm gonna lay down a cranial plating magic card very important mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. is that your favorite one i don't know it's the only one i can think of that's a deep cut for the magic the gathering fans <laughs> out there yeah they're gonna go nuts <laughs> i'm, sure I'm somebody appreciates one. it <laughs> yeah but Now
2: we can really get that hashtag going for magic the gathering <laughs> mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're our you're gonna see our, our
3: followers just boost up off of that
2: yeah. uh okay now we just have to pick a day when the moon and Saturn are in the right spot, just like tonight, and we have to wait till Mm -hmm. midnight, which is about in a minute from now. Uh, And then Brian, if you could smash those two stones together real quick. And then Roger, (laughs) if you could poke this needle into the picture of Mitch Hedberg that you brought. No problem. And then Kevin, uh, you can start chanting Mitch Hedberg's name. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Hedberg. Now Kevin, pretend to be Mitch Hedberg. (laughs) <laughs> no Kevin it's for the show
0: no I'm not doing this Joey yeah this is your joke you may, yeah, you're you gonna made die on it you're gonna make you it, it work you have to
3: sleep in
0: it <laughs> yes it didn't work <laughs> no we must have done that. it wrong
3: <laughs> man it's probably just because he's been dead for longer than a year yeah yeah yeah
2: mm-hmm um that would have been actually kind of fun to, to try to practice a Mitch Hedberg impression, mm-hmm.
3: but I, I got, I got, nothing. I think I would end up just sounding like Bob Dylan.
2: Hey, it's me. Mitch Hedberg. I'm telling jokes. <laughs> and tonight I'm telling good jokes. <laughs> All right. That's him. That's close enough. Um, anyway, so, uh, there is one thing I kind of wanted just, uh, to, to use to conclude, to conclude my se- segment. Um, the Witch of Endor, they don't give her a name, and I was like, "That's a bummer." Wait, I think I missed this. So what, I is, what is sh- the Witch of Endor from? What, who is that? She she was in the Bible. She's the one who did the spell for Saul to talk to Samuel. So,
0: so those are all biblical characters. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so um, I was just thinking, she's like, so she's like the the main when you when you hear about. Uh, necromancy, everyone talks Everyone talks about <laughs> um, Odysseus and the Witch of so Endor So you're me Endor those, those from the Bible? Talks. Not from Star Wars? Hmm. Oh, it, well, they're from the, uh, One of them got inspiration from the other one for sure <laughs> um, But uh, <laughs> um, I will say this, I wanted to give her a name And in that same vein I was thinking, well Endor is where the Ewoks are from And Ewoks call the planet Tana And Tana mm. a girl's name so, you guys don't seem very excited about this. <laughs> I was thinking, anyway, I was, I, was, I mean, say. we're changing, yeah! we're changing biblical. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was excited. In my, in my, <laughs> in my heart, I was like, we're yes. going to, we're going to change the Bible. We're going to give a Bible character a first name. She deserves that for all this time. <laughs> She's been working so hard. Anyway, I thought, I thought it was cool. <laughs> I,
3: my joke suck today. I didn't know I was supposed
0: to like, whoop,
2: whoopee. <laughs> Well, I you mean, know, if you're a good friend, you're going to support what I'm doing no matter what. <laughs> I support everything you do. I yeah. love you.
3: Oh, well, yeah, I support uh, support Tawny, Tanny, Tana.
2: Doesn't matter, fucker. Who cares? <laughs> everything sucks. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's it for for me. You guys got you guys get scared at all. We're making yeah, that, I was we're very making that scared. scary. It was a very spooky yeah. thing I
3: thought uh, Bradley Cooper was going to come up, and Paul Walker. You mean Brad Garrett?
0: Oh, Brad Garrett! Come on! Oh, you're rude. <laughs> you're new to the <laughs> show. You're
2: new, Brian. You should know this. You should know how much we love Brad <laughs> yeah. Garrett on the show. Oh, okay,
3: sorry.
2: Hot, hot tips. You need to know that. You need to know we love the minions. Uh, we love those little guys <laughs> uh, anything else we I think it's basically it There's-
1: third wish always mm-hmm. sets the genie yeah, free third
2: wish sets the genie free um, that's that's pretty much all of a good oh well uh, first try no warm up you need to know that one too oh
0: well I know that one mm-hmm. um, we have an email should we read an email from Sasha sure 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 we got an email from Sasha saying, "Hey boys, I just want to say that I'm a huge, huge fan of your podcast, and I love this new Brian character. I listen hey. to all of you religiously, and I hey. can't wait for next week's episode. You four are the best quartet to ever have a podcast. Thanks, Sasha. It's really nice.
3: Thanks, that's very nice. So it's nice. Very nice. I also like thinking I about Brian
0: they... as a character. Like he's a character that we created. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, we wrote yeah. him. We hired an actor. <laughs>
3: yeah. What if you? If I was a character, what would you change about me to make me better? Just everything. I make you three, okay, most, three most times things, as tall. Yeah. It's like, if you, you what? either
2: Either, oh no, uh, there'd be two of you. One of you would be stacked on top of the like other one. Oh, I would be
3: wearing a coat and be, uh, doing weird pedophile stuff. With no, Kevin? no, no,
2: just standing there.
1: No, no coat, just standing there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you
0: imagine? I think that's very funny. If, if you want to send us an email, our email address is at Uh Send us anything and we'll read it out loud on the show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, add us on Instagram, Story Podcast uh, at Instagram. Uh, there's usually little fun videos there, little cartoons and stuff.
1: And then leave us a review. On anything. On Yelp, I guess. Just go just, out there, yeah. write something down, put it on a piece of paper, leave it at a restaurant. I don't give a fuck.
0: Maybe like a bathroom wall? <laughs> yes. Stand on the <laughs> top of a restaurant. mountain and just start screaming. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Yell it into someone's chimney.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody. Well, Bye. Yes, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>